It's dangerous to go alone. So today on KSTB, we're gonna help you arm yourselves against some of the many beasts that lurk in the dark. Arm yourselves with knowledge on this episode of The Tome of Titans. Our guide today is the head keeper at the Royal Menagerie, Ewan of the Woods. How are you doing today, Ewan? I'm doing well, Aaron Thayer. You? Can't complain, except maybe about the smell, but I suppose that's to be expected at the Royal Menagerie. So, where are we headed today? Well, head out a little ways into the forest outside the city here. There are some real interesting beasties not too far out that inexperienced adventurers may want to keep an eye out for. Apparently, Ewan's version of A Little Ways Into the Forest is about a six-mile hike. But once we made it to our destination, it was totally worth it. I thought we'd start with the big one, or at least a relatively small version of a big one. A bronze dragon. Bronze dragon? Which ones are those? Well, if you step right this way, we've got a couple here. So, dragons aren't classified by the color, but rather by their size. Nickel dragons are the size of a honeybee. Copper dragons the size of a hare. Bronze dragons are the size of a horse. Silver dragons, the size of a house. And gold dragons are the size of a hill. And the larger a dragon is, the smarter it is. Silver and gold dragons can talk and cast spells and such. But here, we've got a couple of good solid bronze dragons. Mean and cunning. But you don't have to worry about it beating you in a philosophical debate. And what should people encountering these in the woods do? Are they dangerous? The thing about dragons is, is that they're all basically just huge reptilian magpies. They're like shiny things. The larger ones can tell value, and even have preferences for treasure. But bronze dragons will mostly just take a liking to anything shiny that crosses into their territory. You know, precious metals, gems, crystals, that sort of thing. As long as you keep that stuff in your pack, we should be fine. Right. Okay. But... What if it wasn't in my pack? What do you mean? Well, I'm not sure if you've noticed this palm-sized record crystal I'm using. But I think the dragons have. Ah. Okay. We should run. Now! You and led us away from the dragons back into the trees, where we took shelter in a conveniently located cave. He stopped us when he noted that the cave had an oddly sweet smell. Smell that? Kind of a sweet sort of... Raspberry. Yes? So we need to be a little careful. I think this cave is probably home... to a jam. Uh... a jam? Yep. Jams are amorphous monsters. Like a living acid goo. And they smell like raspberries. Well, this one does. They come in a few varieties. Grape... Strawberry, raspberry, marmalade? Pray you never see a marmalade. Even the little grape ones can be deadly. The different flavors might be a different species, or it could be determined by age and diet. They're hard to study because they're so damn dangerous. They ooze up to you, and you don't notice until your boots start to dissolve. Uh, speaking of, what should you do if you get in a jam? Excellent question. It's important for any adventurers listening to know. Jams are pretty resistant to blunt force. You can break the surface tension with a sword, but it'll just divide it in two. Smaller little jams. Anything else? Like, really fast. 
They don't like loud noises. It makes them wobble. Great. Perfect. I'm going to cast a spell now. Cover your ears. Pandemonium. <laughs> So we escaped from the deadly Raspberry Jam. Our boots mostly just singed. Unfortunately, in our haste, we fled deeper into the cave. Now you may not be aware, but some of Verhelgard's caves connect in surprising and implausible ways. So we emerged not back into the forests outside Stone Tree, but into the tundra hundreds of miles away, a climate that we were neither dressed nor prepared for. We must be hundreds, if not thousands of miles from home. Most likely. I told Finola I'd be back later today. I only left one day of programming for the station. It was only supposed to be a three-hour tour. See some neat creatures. Tell the listeners some interesting facts. But now we're going to freeze or starve. How is it even possible for us to be this lost? Sure, it's pretty rough. But you want to see something neat? Yeah, I guess. Look over there. Walrus bears! Those huge, majestic, tusked beasties! Oh yeah. They look a little... upset. And they're coming this way. Oh yes. Fiercely territorial, your typical walrus bear. And deceptively fast. Barring some sort of miracle, they're absolutely going to kill us. There's nothing we can do? Nope, not at all. They won't be scared off by loud noises. And even if I could shoot every one of them with my bow, they're protected by a thick layer of blubber. My advice to novice adventurers about encountering walrus bears is don't encounter walrus bears. If you have two or three heavily armored fighters and maybe a lightning magic wizard and a healer, you might have a chance. Are we saved? We might be. That, that's a miniature giant space rabbit fighting off the walrus bears. A what? Miniature giant space rabbit. He must have jumped too hard or been knocked off the moon somehow and fallen all the way down here. That four-foot-tall rodent is a miniature one? How big is a regular giant space rabbit? Sometimes, on clear nights when the moon is full, you can see giant space rabbits on the moon's surface with just your naked eye. My goodness. And he's driven the walrus bears off. Hey! There you guys are. Finola, what are you doing here? I left right after you. But I took the magic carpet. I did a card reading this morning for you, and I noticed that you had snow in your future. So I thought you might need rescuing and some warm clothes. Oh. I thought you were just playing solitaire. Heads up! Here comes the space rabbit! Oh, hi, Bunny. Come here. Oh my goodness, aren't you the cutest? Finola, be careful. That rabbit's dynamite. He just fought off a pack of fully grown walrus bears. Oh, 
And I see you got a little notch in one of your ears. Oh, it's okay. You can come home with me and I'll patch you right up. Looks like you got a new pet, Aaron there. I bet Garden Grow isn't pleased. Um, I don't think he'll fit through the door to our tower. Shouldn't we try and get him back to his home? But a rent there, I've wanted a familiar for a while now. And he can live in the meadow around the tower. Please. I suppose so. I can give you some tips about shelter, care, and feeding for a miniature giant space rabbit. Are you still recording, Aaron Thayer? Yep. Good. So I hope what everyone heard today has taught them some valuable lessons about monsters and the wilderness. That you should never, ever leave the site of the city walls? No, of course not. It's important to know when to run away, or to understand the weaknesses of monsters, and to always be prepared for anything. Oh, and one more thing, that the wilds can and will surprise you. So there you go, listeners. Any potential adventurers, take notes. And remember to tune in next time for The Tome of Titans. You're listening to KSTB, the Kingdom of Stone Tree Broadcasting.